Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Spear Sports Report, part of the Daily Aztec Podcast Network. I'm senior staff writer Brevin Honda, and on this week's episode, this is part two of a two-part special where we're talking to our graduating seniors and including myself as we look back on some of our favorite memories from our times, not only here at the Daily Aztec, but our times as students at San Diego State. In part one, we talked to Sports editor Kyle Betts, photo editor Alexa Oslowski, senior uh, senior staff writer Reese Savoy, and arts and culture editor Devin Watley. And in this episode, we're talking to another set of four seniors. And in that first uh, episode, I gave some of my answers as well. And in this second episode, you're going to get some bonus content, and I'm going to give you um, a second set of answers. It's going to be like a 1A in the first podcast episode. And um, a 1B here in this week's episode. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our lineup. We first have staff writer Nathan Navita. How are you doing, Nathan? I'm doing well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Up next, we got another staff writer here and Brandon Freed. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. All right. Our third uh, guest here today is senior staff writer Amber Salas. How are you doing tonight, Amber? I'm doing good. I'm excited to look back on our time here and our time together. And to round out our group, usually the host of this podcast, but going to be a guest this week is assistant sports editor, Luis Lopez. How are you doing, Luis? I'm doing good. A little worried that this might get emotional looking back on everything, but, uh, you know, I'm ready to talk about all the good times I was able to have here. Mm-hmm. You know, looking back over the last four years, you know, in total, Luis and Nathan have, are transfer students, so they've been here for two years, but for, you know, Amber, myself, and Brandon, we've been here for four, and with during those times, so many memories have come from walk-off wins to buzzer beater and personal records being broken, and even coaches earning milestone wins, with the most recently coming from SDSU softball and head coach Kathy Van Wick receiving her 800th career win as a coach and our sports writers here at the daily aztec have seen or covered numerous events from whether it's conference championships whether it's block games or even it's you know top ranked teams going against each other where one of those teams are one of those sdsu teams and so we asked our writers to look back and reminisce on some of those favorite moments from over the last four years within the last four years being a student here in the Scarlet and Black in this latest edition of a Writer's Roundtable that we're calling Memories on the Mesa. All right, this first question, we're just going to think really broadly here. What's a favorite or memorable game you've seen or covered? And for this first question, we're going to start off with Luis. And when I think about the best or elite, like favorite game that I've covered, it has to be this, uh, maybe it's recency bias here, but I'm going to have to go with uh, covering the Mountain West Championship in uh, this this past 2021 season, uh, you know, it was just it was my first year being on the men's basketball beat, and to get to go to a game that big, a game that saw them clinch a spot in the NCAA tournament, getting a really heated battle with Utah State, especially considering where they were the previous year, you know, getting eliminated by Utah State 
in the Mountain West tournament, losing in that championship game. So to see him kind of come full circle and come all the way back uh, and qualify for the NCAA tournament in Vegas was a really special moment. All right, up next, Amber, um, favorite favorite moment or favorite game you've seen or covered? Okay, I have to agree with Luis here. This is a really hard one to think of just one because there's so many great memories. But for this one, I'm going to go with a game that I was just at. I was actually cheering on the sidelines, but I would say my favorite memory was the game, basketball game against Utah State last year where we retired Kawhi Leonard's jersey. That was just such a cool day. I remember getting told that I was going to cheer at that game and looking forward to it for so long, but just to walk into Viejas and see it covered in the white shirts. And it was like a full house, even the buildup of everyone trying to get tickets at once and a system crashing down. And then just to be there and see all the special guests that were there from the Clippers, Doc Rivers, everyone that was there, Kawhi and his family, Steve Fisher. And then an incredible game where we're down at halftime and come back to win in a really big game. So definitely that game will forever be one of my favorites. Brandon, when you look back at your time here at SCSU, what's a favorite moment that you have? For me, it was covering the Mountain West Conference Championships uh, last year when we had that trip last year and it covered Boise State in the semifinals. Um, that was probably my favorite one because that was my first live stand-up uh, before the game and during halftime. So I really enjoyed doing that and covering that game. And the crowd was electric in that game and people were going crazy. So I have to say that game, that was my favorite. And to round out, Nathan, what's a moment, you know, you've been here with the Daily Aztec for a couple of semesters, but you've been in here for SDSU as a while, for a while. What's a moment that stands out from your time here at SDSU? Um, yeah, kind of like Luis, I, I've only been here for a couple of years. I transferred from um, from Palomar Community College. And it's been, yeah, it's been crazy watching all the different sports. Um, even just being here for only two years, there's a lot of crazy things always happening. Um, but my top moment was, um, it was just being at the game. Uh, it was the San Jose State versus SDSU game. It was like maybe the 10th game that SDSU was playing. Uh, it was <laughs> Malachi Flynn, star player. Um, he wasn't playing very good that game. Uh, they were up by a good amount of points um, at the first half. And then San Jose State came back up, to, uh, took the lead within the last minute or so. And Malachi Flynn uh, clutched up, hit that buzzer beater, and it was crazy. Um, crazy thing was, like, the arena wasn't even that full at the times because we didn't, no one knew who SDSU was. We were unranked at the time. But it felt like it was a full when that when he hit that shot, it felt like it was a full uh, Villas Arena. So that was pretty crazy. Yeah, that's a one of a great moment. Part of that 2019-20 team, you know, bringing it Malachi Flynn. You know, for me, I think about I'm gonna keep on the right track of men's basketball, but I'm gonna take it a few years back. Um, one of the first men's basketball games that I covered was back in December of 2018. And when you think about an SCSU opponent that comes to mind, it's when you think back, it's BYU. Um, to cover that BYU game from 2018, to see Matt Mitchell and Devin Watson to put up 22 and 23 points, you know, and to see that to see the rivalry kind of be renewed into what it's been over the last few years to cover that first game and 
three years when the Aztecs were in Maui and that first game inside Vejas and over 10 years, you know, it's wonderful. You know, it's one thing to cover a game, but it's another when you get to cover a rivalry when the two teams that have played together have been so historic. Um, you think about, you know, going back to Kawhi Leonard and Jimmer Fredette um, and even going further back to uh, when Anthony Keith Gwynn and Danny Ainge were facing off back in the late 70s. All right, we're going to move on to our second question, and it's looking back during your time here at SDSU, what's a what's the craziest moment that you've had? And we're going to start with Brandon on this one. Yeah, that's a good question. I'll have to say my craziest moment was when I think my freshman year, San Diego State football was playing against Stanford. Uh, they were losing, and Stanford was a really high-ranked team, and the lights went out at the stadium. But then... I think San Diego State was losing that game, but when the lights went out, it just lit a fire in the San Diego State football team, and they were able to come back and get the victory. So I thought that was pretty crazy, and that was really a memorable moment for me. Luis, what's a what's one of the crazier moments that you've seen during your time here here at San Diego State? Um, you know what? I'm still gonna stay on track of the whole like Mountain West championship thing, but uh, not this year, but the year before. You know, when I went as a fan with some of the the Daily Aztec people. And to see Sam Merrill hit that last minute bucket or last second bucket against the Aztecs and to see the show and all the Aztec fans in Vegas get absolutely deflated was just a a really wild moment, especially considering up until that point. I mean, we were talking about, you know, what seed they were going to get in the NCAA tournament. We were talking about, is this a national title worthy team? And then for them to lose in that way was just such a crazy moment. And then to be there for the aftermath and seeing kind of like the fan reaction in Vegas, inside the arena, outside the arena. And then eventually that turning into the realization that that was the last game that they would play that season, just kind of like added to the craziness. So yeah, that that whole shot and watching Merrill and the Utah State fans go crazy was just a absolute wild moment. Mm-hmm. Nathan, what's a What's one of the crazier moments that you've seen here uh, while being here at San Diego State? A uh, crazy moment that I've seen or just been part of? Uh, either or. Um, I wouldn't, like, this is something I've been a part of, of uh, it's, that was pretty crazy. Um, just being able to uh, cover the Mountain West Basketball Championship with you guys and the Daily Aztecs uh, sports team. Um, it was my first time meeting you guys and uh, because of the quarantine and uh, um, before that I've just I've only seen you guys as like on zoom like we are right now uh, it was pretty cool uh, being there it was, a, it was a great opportunity for me to um, see uh, what, how you guys operate and um, a great way for me to learn about more about um, the industry and uh, yeah that was that was that was it for me mm-hmm. Uh, and to round out this question here, Amber, what's a what's one of the crazier moments that you've seen? Okay, so both of these have been touched on already, but I'm gonna bring them back up. Definitely have to agree with Brandon on the Stanford game, our freshman year when all the lights went off. I remember everyone screaming the "I believe" chant, and like everyone was going crazy. Everyone had like the flashlights on on their phones. It was such a cool environment. And then, like Brandon said, like the second the game was back on, it's like you knew that there was no way that SDSU was going to lose, which was so cool. Everyone stormed the field. I remember the craziest thing was some kid jumped off the bleacher and like broke both his feet trying to get on the field. Like pretty crazy. 
And also the Malachi Flynn buzzer beater against San Jose State. That was wild. I remember him getting the ball and I literally like closed my eyes when he took the shot because I was like, oh my gosh, like there's no way. And then if they lost, it was going to get rid of the perfect record. But lo and behold, he makes it and it was unreal. For me on this one, I'm going to have to stick with football, but it comes a year after a season following that Stanford game and um you when we play air force that year with uh the lightning um you know it's it's a friday night game so you know it's not your usual saturday game where people could tailgate and knowing you know it's you don't have the usual schedule because of friday most people have work but this game in particular was so different i mean we saw the lightning but then to think the season before when we were when SDSU was at Air Force, we saw lightning effect um, them in Fort Collins. And who would have thought that the, the following year, lightning would be effective, be, be in effect here in, uh, at SDCCU Stadium. And you know, to, to think that lightning would, would delay the game is just uh, so unreal. And then, you know, you think about some of the things that happened during that delay. They played, you know, I remember Sweet Caroline, um, being played, um, you know, it felt like, you know, for how late it was, it kind of felt like the eighth inning at Fenway Park when they play um, that song. All right, we've reached the midway point of this Riders Roundtable Memories on the Mesa Part 2. Coming coming up after this little break, we're going to ask our riders their favorite story as well as some advice they have to returning and new Daily Aztec members. We're back. We're here talking to staff writers Nathan Navita and Brandon Freed, as well as assistant sports editor Luis Lopez and senior staff writer Amber Salas as we look back on our times here on the Mesa in this edition of Writers Roundtable called Memories on the Mesa. We've talked about some of our favorite moments, some of our crazier moments. We brought up some power outages. We brought up some lightning. We brought up some buzzer beaters. Now we're going to take a look, a uh, little wander back here. Um, here in this third question, um, what's a favorite story that you've written? And we're going to start with Amber on this one. Okay, this one's really hard. I'm like trying to go back through all of the memories, but the one, okay, there's a few. I have to go back to last year when I was covering hockey. It was one of the first few stories that I did, but that one's always special to me because that's when I like truly got into it. And I think like, finally figured out kind of how to write and tell a good story and that team was really fun to cover because they had like one of the best years in program history but my all-time favorite story was one that I did the beginning of this year on Dwayne Johnson Jr. starting a nonprofit um, to provide wi-fi and resources to people who might have struggled to have resources during this unique time of online learning due to COVID-19 that was just a really cool story to kind of show who our athletes are off of the field and besides what they do. Um, it was especially during a time like this where 
COVID was causing a lot of uncertainties. It was cool to see Dwayne step up and just be more than just a football player and really provide to the whole community. So that one was really fun to do. Nathan, what's a favorite story that you've written during your time here at the Daily Aztec? Um, it has to be probably one that I wrote uh, last week. Um, I, I wrote about a little bit about the, um, about SDSU's lacrosse team um, winning um, their first, first get, or getting their getting their first ever win over USC. Um, it was really cool to talk to Coach White and um, the feelings that they went through and how, what that was like for what that meant for them. Um, not only as a team, but as um, for what it meant for uh, teams prior. Luis, what's a favorite story that you've written? I think the favorite story that I've written during my time here was uh, last spring, I got to do a story about the impact that rapper Nipsey Hussle had on some of the athletes here at SDSU. I, and it was cool because I had a chance to talk to athletes from different sports. I talked to Darren Hall from the football team. KJ Fate, former player on the basketball team, and Aaron Eden on the baseball team. And all of them, being from Southern California, you know, really loved Nipsey and the message that he provided. They loved his music and the, the community work he did. Um, that was just a really cool story for me because, you know, obviously you get a chance to, you know, see more of what these athletes are about, that, they're, you know, they're, they're more than who they are on the field. And, you know, for those who don't know, you know, I'm, I obviously, I love sports, you know, I'm being, being in the position I'm in. But another passion of mine is music. I'm also a huge fan of hip hop. So to be able to combine those two things and do it in a way that made it relate to SDSU and get to talk about, you know, a rapper that's missed by so many, I thought that was just a really cool moment. To round out this um, question, Brandon, what's a favorite story that you've written during your time at the Daily Asset? Yeah, so I got to take this back to last year. At the end of the basketball season, I wrote a wrote a story on the top five moments of the college basketball team. And last year, they had a really historic year, obviously, with Malachi Flynn and the 26-game win streak, and then the Kawhi Leonard getting his jersey retired. So when I wrote about the five moments, I thought that that was really cool to write about, and it was really, like, really fun for me to do, for sure. We're going to link all these stories in our text story when we put out this writer's roundtable uh, on our website at thedailyaztec.com. For me, you know, last week I brought up the first poll that we did in December 2019 where we ranked our top athletes of the 2010s. And I think and the, I think the next story that comes up, you know, you know, the, the, I think about, you know, I'm bringing, I brought up Sophia Ramos last week and what she's been able to do through her first three years. You know, she, she, um, she hurt her hand and needed surgery and back in December, 2020 and came back in February and put up a thousand points um, in her first game back. But, you know, I think even further, I think back at um, these two obituary stories that I wrote last spring, just right after we were all, you know, when we all started working remote and that's writing these stories, uh, writing these two obituaries on both Ernie Anderson and Jack Ken, when you're able, when you look back at what they've been able to do for SDSU, Ernie Anderson taking photos of Aztec greats going back to Tony Gwynn to Kawhi Leonard to uh, Rashad Penny to Donnell Pumphrey scoring his uh, record-breaking rushing total uh, single season you know Jack Ken becoming the first Aztec men's volleyball coach and being the only 
coach to win a national title here at SDSU, it kind of stands out, um, you know, in writing about those type of moments and those type of people. All right. This final question here that we have, um, what's a message that you have to younger writers uh, and even newer writers as they begin their journey here at the Daily Aztec? We'll go ahead and we'll start with Nathan on this one. All right. Um, my message would to, to them would be um, take risks, uh, jump in head first. Um, I've only been with the Daily Aztec for this semester and I honestly wished that I was able to join um, during my entire time here. Um, but I was intimidated by the work and I was hit with um, that I was hit with a lot of work when I first transferred here. So I felt like I wasn't able to take on more. Um, but with how crazy it's been this year, I've really proved myself wrong. And um, everyone at the Daily Aztec have been um, really grateful. And I'm grateful for, all you, um, for everything you guys done for, with um, helping out my writing skills and other things. Um, you know, I hope to keep pushing myself as a writer and a person and once I graduate and so yeah, take risks. Brandon, what's the message that you have to younger or newer writers? Yeah, I would say to work hard and try to write as much content as you can because it's really good for resumes when you guys are all done and graduated. I wish that I actually joined earlier like Nathan. I mean, Brevin was actually the one that brought it up to me my junior year. So that's when I started. But I would say to work hard and just keep pushing and don't forget to, you can always ask for help. If you need help, you can always ask people. Luis, what's a message that you have, especially as an assistant sports editor? Um, I think the best piece of advice that I can offer to younger writers or people just stepping into the DA is to not be afraid to try new things. I mean, some people come in with the, the mindset like, oh, you know, I'm just a sports writer. I can't really do much else. And then, you know, you can use your time at the DA to just do so much more. Like when I first started at the Daily Aztec, I didn't really have any broadcast journalism, journalism experience. I'd done some stuff around the camera, but not nearly as much as I've done now. Now I feel like I'm ready to go into like an actual professional position in broadcast journalism. That's how much the DA has taught me. And then it doesn't even apply to just, you know, different types of journalism. You know, if you can also, if you think that you're just a sports guy, but you're also interested in maybe like arts and culture or news, this is a place to try it. You, you'll get experience here that you won't necessarily get at an internship or, you know, another professional environment. So that would be the best thing I can offer is just, you know, try new things, you know, don't be afraid to get your feet wet in something else. Mm -hmm. Amber, what's a message that you have to younger writers or future members of the Daily Aztec? Yeah, I think everyone has gave some really great advice and I would echo all of that and just say that really take hold of every opportunity the Daily Aztec has to offer, whether that's making friends who have similar interests here that can help you learn and grow, going to networking events where you can hear from guest speakers that are working in the industry right now. And like everyone said, like really just try it all, whether it's broadcast, whether it's you want to do the live show, whether it's you want to go do a stand up at a game and just no matter how scared you are, no matter how bad you might think you are when you're starting out, just continue to write every single week because you'll be amazed at how much you'll grow. And like everyone said, everyone's here to help you along the way. I look back at some of my first stories and I'm like, oh my gosh, who let that be published? But it's so cool to see where we all are now and just how much we've grown just 
from sticking with it and writing every week and continuing to get feedback. So yeah, I would just say, take hold of every single opportunity. You'll make lifelong friends and some great memories and leave with the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of think about the same thing, but I also think about, you know, you can never be too prepared, especially in this field of journalism, you know, to, to grow up in San Diego um, and to see this Aztecs, to see the Aztecs grow both, you know, for me, I first started watching the Aztecs with that first Speed 16 team in 2010, 2011 with Kawhi and Bailey White and DJ Gay. And through those years since, I just started to gain all the information that I could. And so what that did was that helped me prepare so much. And by the time I got to the Daily Aztec, I kind of knew some of those stats. And because that that prepared me to find more stats for, for some story or some or like a stat that I probably would have never known about, you know, whether it's about like Matt Mitchell and the number of points that he's at, or it's Nathan Mensa and the total number of blocks that he's at um, during his career. And so I think you can never be prepared, but you, but you can always be as prepared as that you can. All right. With that, we want to thank Nathan Navita, Amber Salas, Luis Lopez, and Brandon Freed for joining me here on this week's podcast called Memories on the Murph. Do any of you have any final thoughts here? No, I'm good. Um, yeah, I just, again, want to thank everyone for helping me out throughout this semester. It's been a roller coaster every year, past year. Yeah, I just want to say it's been a privilege to be part of Daily Aztec and go Aztecs. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, it's been it's been a, <laughs> it's been a very uh, very wild two years. Um, I feel like it went by in like an instant. You know, I'm sure the people who have been here for four years can probably also say that, but I just feel like it's a little more so for me. <laughs> you know, having only been here a couple of years as a transfer, but uh, it's it's been awesome. I honestly would not trade this experience for anything else. I agree. It all went by so fast. You blink your eye and it's over as cliche as that sounds. But yeah, I would just say I'm so thankful to have met you all. Every single person in the Daily Aztec inspires me so much. And I'm always so proud and amazed by the work we've done. Three Pete, baby. Yes, that's right, Amber. Three Pete is what we're looking for. All right, that's going to do it for us here on this part two of a two-part special of a writer's roundtable of memories on the Mesa where we look back on some of our favorite moments here, not only as writers for the Daily Aztec, but as students here at San Diego State. I want to give a huge thank you to Assistant Sports Editor Luis Lopez, Senior Staff Writer Amber Salas, and Staff Writers Nathan Navita and Brandon Freed for joining me this week. I also want to give a huge thank you to our guests in our first podcast, in our first part one of this Memories on the Mesa Brown Table and Sports Editor Kyle Betts, Photo Editor Alexa Oslowski, Arts and Culture Editor Devin Watley, and Senior Staff Writer Reese Savoy. This has been um, another episode of Writer's Roundtable of Memories on the Mesa here on the Spear Sports Report, part of the Daily Aztec Podcast Network. I'm Brevin Honda, Senior Staff Writer for the Daily Aztec. <laughs>